Blog Talk Radio. Franchise interviews from Eastern Pennsylvania to Sydney, Australia. You're listening to Franchise Interviews. Franchise Interviews. Welcome to Franchise Interviews, an up-close, behind-the-scenes look at franchising and entrepreneurship. Listen to interviews with franchisers, franchisees, franchise authors, franchise experts, and attorneys. And now, welcome your host, Marty McDermott, and Franchise Interviews. Hi, everyone, and welcome to a very special edition of Franchise Interviews, where for over 16 years now, we've been asking the entrepreneurs of own one. I'm your host, Marty McDermott. I'm the president of Franchise Interviews, and we have a great show. Well, we're meeting with Chris Medhurst, the COO of District Taco, the premier authentic Mexican fast casual restaurant bringing flavors of the Yucatan to the masses. We're going to talk to Chris about that in just a moment on Franchise Interviews. So stick around because we have a great show. Franchise Teacher. Would you like to know how to franchise your concept or grow your franchise business? Meet the experts at Franchise Teacher. The goal of Franchise Teacher is to teach, coach, consult, and advise. The team of experts at Franchise Teacher will evaluate your business model and present you with a winning business strategy. Franchise Teacher will help you decide whether or not your concept works and if it's franchisable. Franchise Teacher is proud to have over 30 years of experience in franchising as both franchisees and franchisors. Franchise Teacher are developers of over a dozen franchise systems which include brick and mortar as well as home-based concepts of nearly 3,000 combined franchise locations. Whether you need to add more units or get more customers, Franchise Teacher can help. We will teach. Franchise Teacher will help you learn our proven system. Coach. Franchise Teacher will help you provide a game plan to succeed. Consult. Franchise Teacher will make sure you stay on track. And advise. Franchise Teacher will help you learn from our over 30 years of experience in franchising as both franchisees and franchisors. Take advantage of our free, no-obligation phone consultation. Simply go to FranchiseTeacher.com or call us at 561-385-3032. That's FranchiseTeacher.com or call us at 561-385-3032. Hi, this is Connie McDermott, Administrative Assistant for Franchise Interviews, LLC, and you're listening to Franchise Interviews. Franchise Interviews. From Eastern Pennsylvania to Sydney, Australia, you're listening to Franchise Interviews. Franchise Interviews. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to a very special edition of Franchise Interviews, where for over 16 years now, we've been asking the entrepreneurs of one I'm your host, Marty McDermott. I'm the president of Franchise Interviews, and as we were saying earlier, we have a great show. We're meeting with Chris Medhurst, the COO of District Taco, the premier authentic Mexican fast casual restaurant, bringing the flavors of the Yucatan to the masses. Hi, Chris. How are you? Welcome to the show. Hey, Marty. Thanks for having me. Uh, this is my pleasure, Chris. We always like to ask our guests, where are you calling from this morning, Chris? 
Uh, I am uh, based in Falls Church at our office here. Virginia. Okay, fantastic. Yeah, I don't think you're far away. We're in um, Eastern Pennsylvania, Chris, and I know you have um, you have District Tacos. I think it's in the in the Philly area, don't you? Yes, we do. We got okay, two, one in Hamilton and one yeah. in King of Prussia. Great, that's fantastic. This is about like 50 miles from from where I am, Chris. So that, that's terrific. And you know, District Taco. I don't have to tell you. I mean, it has what, what caught me or caught my attention anyway, Chris. Was was you know the whole story of how District Taco got started. Maybe you could talk a little bit about the history and, and, you know, maybe we could even talk about, you know, how you got involved in District Taco. Sure. Um, so the, the company was founded um, by two gentlemen, uh, Osiris Hoyle and Mark mm-hmm. Wallace. Yes. Um, and Osiris is a, immigrated from uh, a little town in Mexico called Tikash mm-hmm. um, and it's on the, the Yucatan Peninsula there. And Mark was a, a successful software entrepreneur, uh, still is. And they were uh, neighbors at the time and were just kind of barbecuing, hanging out, and Osiris uh, was making food. And Mark was just super impressed with how uh, how good the food was and, and yeah. how different it was from the other Mexican food he's experienced. And they um, put their heads together and decided to, to start a food truck. That's great. And then how did you, you get involved, Chris? Because um, you've been with the organization a while, too. So how did you get involved? Sure. Um, so I, I graduated in uh, 2010, mm-hmm. got a job at the bank, um, and it was during kind of the, the Great Recession. Um, yeah. <clears throat> before I even had a chance to start working, they, they laid off right. about 6,000 people. I was one of them. Uh, yeah. So I uh, was looking for a, a part-time job. My landlord at the time uh, was friends with uh, Mark and Osiris, and they said, mm-hmm. hey, friends of ours are, are starting a food truck. Do you, do you want to you know, take a job as a cashier just so you can keep paying us rent? Right, um, right. So I said, sure, why not? I'll, uh, yeah. I'll take the job. And uh, 13 years later, um, I'm That's still great. working here and, and we're still growing. <laughs> yeah, I, I love that story, Chris. I mean, I think it's great. It was kind of like, you know, divine intervention. It was almost like your, your destiny, you know what I mean, to yeah. become part of the organization. You know, I, I think it's wonderful. And, you know, in the introduction, we were mentioning, um, you know, Yucatan style, Chris. Maybe, you know, we can talk a little bit about, you know, what differentiates District Taco from its competitors. I imagine the, the Yucatan style is, is a big difference, isn't it? Yeah, I think to, I think we, we really believe that it is. Um, you know, Osiris is, is the Mexican uh, in, in the, the family here, and mm-hmm. uh, he's really the expert on the cuisine. Um, <clears throat> but, you know, from what we, we've done trips there and, and tasted all different things, um, and I think our food is really representative of the, the southern part of Mexico and especially right. in the, the Yucatan Peninsula there. Um, yeah. You know, there's there's much more uh, citrus and, and spices and, and habaneros and things that are involved, um, things that are kind of unique and tons of grilling. Um, it's a little bit different than um, the, the northern part of Mexico that I think a mm-hmm. lot of people are familiar with, a lot of Americans yes. are familiar with. Right. That's great. And. So let's say, like, Chris, you were at, like, a franchise show and, you know, District Taco has a booth and, you know, you have a lot of people coming up to you. And the typical question is always, you know, what does District Taco do? I mean, how do you describe District Taco to, let's say, a, a prospective entrepreneur or franchisee? Uh, that's a great question. I think, um, you know, I, I, I think there, there were very similar in concept to, to a lot of other restaurants out there you know we're a quick mm-hmm. service mexican restaurant so we serve mm-hmm. tacos burritos bowls um but i really think that you know our our food quality is much better than than a lot of these other competitors that we have right you know, we, we we don't ever shy on on quality if if we're given the choice between a cheaper alternative and a better mm-hmm. you know 
something that's better quality, we will always choose better quality. Yeah. Um, I think that really shows in, in the quality of our food, the freshness of our food and the taste. Um, you know, like you, I go to a lot of other brands and I get like, you know, a bunch of grisly pieces of chicken or steak that doesn't <laughs> right. happen. You know, I, I haven't had that happen for, you know, four years or something with our brand um, wow. because we always choose the, the best partners that really believe in our in the quality of our food. You, you get to go into a lot of district tacos, Chris. Um, so if you and I were to go into one together, I mean, what are what are some of your favorites on the menu or what would you recommend to me? I, I love Mexican food, so I'm open to anything. Oh my gosh, I could, I could talk all day about this. Um, <laughs> I think, I, you know, I go I go through rotations. I think the the I probably have about three that I really love. Um, mm-hmm. First of all, our, our breakfast tacos are phenomenal. Um, either you know, it's eggs, cheese, potato, mm-hmm. um, and I typically get a flour tortilla with the breakfast tacos. I think it goes yeah. goes better. Uh, and then sometimes bacon or chorizo with those. And then my other go to item is uh, our California burrito. Mm-hmm. Um, we've, you know, beans, rice, crispy potatoes. I like yeah. it with chicken, guacamole, chipotle right. mayo, um, yeah. jalapenos. It's, it's amazing. Everything is fresh. Wow. The, the potatoes are crispy and they just really add this amazing flavor. And, and you can actually leave, you know, after eating that and not feel like taking a nap. Um, right. <laughs> but you, you don't, you don't feel hungry either afterwards. Right. So it's kind of, it's kind of the perfect balance. And then my, my third favorite, um, would be uh, just simple uh, tacos with, with chicken, Mexican way, which yeah. is cilantro and onion. Um, and then, of course, you have to add the salsas. We have three different salsas. Sure. Um, the uh, chiltamate is the mild, mm-hmm. mestizo is the medium, and the habanero is the hot. Um, and the habanero is actually hot. It's actually, you know, there's, there's right. a lot of habanero in it. Uh, it's mostly habanero uh, with a couple other little secret ingredients. But I, you can't get that spiciness at other restaurants, and I love that. Right. I, love, I like to sweat a little bit when I'm when I'm eating my <laughs> yeah, tacos. <me> <laughs> That's great. District Taco, I mean, has come a long way since you know the the, the food truck, Chris. You know, I'm, I'm I'm wondering, you know, how does technology play a role in in your business today? I mean, technology is huge. It, it mm-hmm. we're we're obsessed with it as much as one can be. Yeah. The, it's kind of interesting, you know, like we are, are all using this, this cell phone in our pocket or, or our laptops right. in, in our bags right. constantly every day. Um, and it's just such an important piece of, of restaurant operations, and it's become even more so. We've really leaned into to, you know, how we select our partners, and, and we've actually started to even build our own software uh, mm-hmm. and, and own, our own kind of, you couldn't call it an ERP system yet, but it, right. it's kind of like the the glue that will hold uh, or that does hold all of the different disparate systems together. Um, wow. I'm sure any any other restaurant operator out there can can relate to this. You know, you've got a POS right. system that's different technology mm-hmm. than your accounting system, that's different technology than your customer review system. That's you know, and you have all of these different systems. So you know, we realize that there's there's it's so hard to match up those those third parties with each other and make sure that there right. is no crossover right. uh, or no gaps. So we started to develop our own system called districttaco.io um, okay. that will actually just fill in the gaps and connect all of these systems together so wow. that, uh, you know, if, if there's a, a feature that our one of our partners doesn't provide and we want it, right. we just develop it ourselves. Um, or if, you know, there's there's issues with, some communication between the different systems, we make them connect ourselves. So we've yeah. really taken it upon ourselves to, to make technology as 
simple uh, and as straightforward for for operations team and for our franchisees as possible. That's great. And you mentioned, Chris, I mean, you've been with the organization such a long time now. So, you know, I, I know you probably have a uh, hundred stories, but if you take, you know, those, you know, it was about 13 years you've been with the company. What's, what's one of the most interesting things that's happened to you since being part of the organization? Again, realizing there's, there's you probably have a thousand stories to tell. Oh uh, yeah. I, don't, I think probably the, the most inspiring thing that, that happened, I know you mm-hmm. said the most interesting, um, but, but I, I'm going to change yeah. the question a little bit and say the most yeah, inspiring words. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, like, you know, starting this whole franchise program, we, we started uh, officially, we were, we were legally able to sell in 2021, but we, we were kind of in stealth mode for another six months and didn't really start selling until 2022. But mm-hmm. just to see the, the caliber of um, people that have gotten involved with our organization um, yeah. and how competent they are and how good they are at, at what they do is just so inspiring. Um, it, it's such a it's such a massive compliment uh, mm-hmm. to us. I think that that you know these people have recognized how strong the brand is, and you know they've they they believe in it so much and they believe in our team so much that they they want to take their own hard earned money and and buy into the program and open restaurants because they believe that it, it is that good. That to me wow. is just, that really fires me up, uh, and, course, and it really yeah. gets me going. That's great. Yeah. It's, it's interesting. I, I wonder, you know, if, you know, the thinking of the founders, Chris, you know, I mean, did they have any idea that District Hawker would one day become a franchise probably across the whole country one day? I mean, did, they oh, probably weren't thinking that in the beginning, were they? No, they, they absolutely were. Uh, they'll they they'll were. try to play coy with you and pretend like they weren't. But <laughs> since, yeah. since day one, that, that has always been uh, really? a goal. I, I mean, they, wow. they they love what they do and, and yeah uh, they're both in very very creative super intelligent people and I think right. um, you know, there's always been a mind that that we wanted to grow and we wanted to open more restaurants mm-hmm. I I don't believe that that um, I think that's what's best for for a business in general I think growing is yeah. essential to to developing a culture and and right. yeah. to developing a product if you're not if you're not constantly improving and changing and evolving who you are then right. why are you doing it Sure. Um, yeah. Well, said. I, I want to. I, I think personally, I want to seek new challenges every day, and and that's a huge. Yeah. That's hugely valuable to me. Um, and I think collectively as a business, we also want that. Uh, we want to grow. We want to improve, and we mm-hmm. want to evolve. Yeah, I think that's great. You were talking about franchisees earlier, Chris. Um, so, you know, I have to ask you. I mean, what? When you're meeting with a prospective franchisee or District Tacos meeting with a prospective franchisee, I mean, what, what's important to the organization, like in terms of, let's say, characteristics or traits of the entrepreneur or the franchisee? I mean, what's most important to you? I think the number one most important thing is, is experience. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, we so we have a, a minimum uh, deal size of five units, so we require each okay. franchisee to purchase at least five five units to start. Right, um, and we also require them to to have or have operated at least five units of of a, another franchise mm-hmm. brand. Right, right. Um, so that that to me is the most important thing is to okay. you know, to work with the franchisee who's shown that they they already have an infrastructure, they already understand the challenges of, of going from one to five restaurants because. Right. You know, having one restaurant, having two restaurants is extremely difficult, uh, but it's it's very different than having five right. restaurants. Right, and sure, you yeah. know, even more having ten, fifteen. Right, um, 
it's it's just a different problem. So we, we really like to look for those people who, who want to grow, who are who are right. excited about the brand and who have the experience of, of operating multiple franchise restaurants in the past. That's great. You mentioned you were at corporate headquarters, Chris. I mean, so how does the, the training work for the new franchisees that you take on? I mean, do they typically come to corporate for that? Like, how does that work? Yeah, um, we do a little bit of, of everything. Um, mm-hmm. I think the whole training program is about, uh, the whole formal training program, we'll call it, um, is mm-hmm. about uh, two and a half, three weeks. And, um, you know, there's some in-office training. Uh, you know, we have a, a big training room in our, our headquarters here. We do some some kind of classroom training um, and then a lot of it in the field where we're, we're going out and, and teaching the franchisees the brand, how to make all the products, um, and simultaneously, you know, we're teaching them how our backend systems work. Um, and, you know, there's, there's, we have a whole learning management system that we mm-hmm. built ourselves. It's also included oh, wow. in, in the district taco that I have that I was telling you about. Um, yeah. so that coupled with our training manual, you know, it's, we really have a top of the line training manual. I hear all the time about these restaurants that, that have, you know, they're, they're franchising and they have 50 locations already mm-hmm. and they don't have, they're, they're still printing out their, their right, training manual. Right, they don't have right. an LMS. They don't have anything right. online. It's just, it's shocking right. to me. Yes, um, it is shocking. So <laughs> we've got yeah. all that stuff. That's great. Um, you were mentioning uh, earlier, Chris, you know, that, that district talk, talk of, I mean, they never, you know, will sacrifice on quality, you know, and, and, and you know, as you know, you know, inflation's a, a big problem right now. So what is District Taco doing to help manage the effects of inflation for your franchisees? Uh, a lot of things. Um, mm-hmm. We've recently partnered with a, a new distributor. Um, so that was a, a, a big change. Uh, mm-hmm. I think it's resulted in, in some, it has resulted in, in some pretty large cost savings. Yeah. Um, and we're also going out, we're constantly looking for new partners, um, mm-hmm. new suppliers, yeah. you know, paper, proteins, produce, whatever it might be. Um, right. You know, we've visited farms, we've visited process, processing wow. facilities. You know, it's, it's, it's a constant effort on our, our side. Right. Um, and we've, you know, we've got a great team. Our, our uh, director of supply chain is doing a great job in, in introducing new partners and, and finding mm-hmm. new opportunities for us. That's great. So, mentioned earlier, Chris, you've been doing this a long time now. And so the majority of our listeners to franchise interviews, we call them aspiring franchipreneurs. You know, most of them, they want to get involved in franchising. And, but it's a little bit confusing in the beginning. I I think last time I checked, I said there's something like there's like 4,000 different systems within the whole United States. Um, From everything you've learned up to this point, what advice would you give to our listeners in their quest to buy a franchise, Chris? Uh, do your homework. I think yeah. that, that in my experience, or, or, or you know, based on what I've seen in the industry over mm-hmm. the, the time that we've been in, there have been so many brands that, you know, come out right out of the gate. You know, they've got one yeah. location and they're, right. Right. they're franchising and they sell 300 stores. I'd like to thank Chris Medhurst for a wonderful interview. And if you'd like more information on the District Taco franchise opportunity, all you have to do is go to franchising.districttaco.com. And we'll see you again soon with another interview from Franchise Interviews. Thanks, everyone. Take care. Coming up in our next segment, we'll be playing a clip from our great quotes and franchising podcast right here on Franchise Interviews. Franchisers 
Are you looking to reach aspiring entrepreneurs looking to buy a franchise? Are you looking to reach a highly educated audience on franchising? Franchise Interviews, an up-close, behind-the-scenes look at franchising and entrepreneurship through our website, FranchiseInterviews.com, where you can hear and read interviews as well as get tips from some of the most successful sources in franchising. Our weekly franchise radio show where each week you get to hear a new interview with franchisers, franchisees, franchise authors, franchise experts, and attorneys, and our podcast, Great Quotes in Franchising. For more information, go to FranchiseInterviews.com or call us at 610-905-2919. That's 610-905-2919. Hi, everyone. This is Marty McDermott, the president of Franchise Interviews, and welcome to another edition of Great Quotes in Franchising, where each podcast you get to hear a great quote in franchising. You know, we've been hosting Franchise Interviews many years now, and during that time we've had some incredible quotes on the show. Today you're going to get to hear a quote from Peter Baldini. Peter was a guest that we had on the show many years ago, and it's interesting because you can kind of go back 13, 14 years ago to our earliest podcast and still learn some great lessons. Peter is the Chief Development Officer for Moran Industries, and Peter on this particular podcast discusses some of the several advantages of franchising compared to non-franchise businesses, things like support, guidance, and instantaneous relationships. So here we go with Peter Baldine of Moran Industries. You know, franchising is all about systems. It's about, you know, business systems that work, okay? And uh, it, it's not always as all that specific to the, the widget that you're selling as it is to the systems that you provide the franchisee in order to run their business successfully, okay? And Moran Industries has the infrastructure in place from with, with all the various support systems that a franchisee really needs to be effective in how they run their business. Keep in mind that a, a new franchisee coming into, um, you know, owning their first business is not used to having to be uh, the person with all the answers in several different areas uh, of the business world, you know. So a fr- uh, someone who opens up an independent business has to be the HR person, uh, the operations person, the marketing person, uh, the financial person. You know, all those different aspects have to be covered and all those different decisions have to be made. And with a system like Moran Industries, one of the great things is that our franchisees don't really have to be the experts in all those areas. They can pick up the phone any day of the week, and they can call, you know, the 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 marketing department, or the operations department, or the accounting department, and and get support and answers for the decisions that they have to make on a daily basis. So that infrastructure, you know, is is critical to the success of um, of new franchisees who haven't owned their own business before. And it starts all the way back in the beginning. You know, it starts all the way back in the beginning when they first sign those agreements with all the help that we give them in the startup phase. You know, you have two different aspects of it. You've got the startup support where we're helping them with, you know, site selection and lease negotiation and equipment purchases and all those types of things. And then you move into a different area of development once they open their doors with the ongoing, you know, support that they uh, that they receive. Fantastic. You wrote that great article, um, Peter. It was called Gaining an Edge with Vendor Supplier Relations. I, I saved that one in my archives. It, it sounds like Moran Industries has strong relationships with their vendor partners, you know, which is fantastic for your new franchisees and, and your 
current franchise youth, you know, just uh, working with you guys. Did you want to talk a little bit about that and why it's, like, important? Sure. Uh, I appreciate you uh, mentioning that article. Uh, didn't, didn't know that uh, you had read it, but uh, I actually, when that article was published, I got a lot of phone calls, uh, you know, from That's people in the industry about that article. Yeah. Um, and it was really kind of a fun article to write because um, it, it's something that uh, – <laughs> that I guess uh, you know you have to be as old as me to um, to you know understand those experiences you know <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but those um, uh, those vendor relationships are are very important you know my my mentor you know uh, back years ago uh, I remember having dinner with him one night and one of the things that he and he asked me a question I said geez I'm not sure and he said you know what the answer to that is and he said well. You know, you have to look at, in, in, in running a franchise company, you have to look at what all your available resources are to help your franchisees. And, and, right. and he asked me to define what my resources were. And I didn't define it real well at that time when I was a, a young kid, you know. Right. Right. <laughs> but what I learned through that discussion early on was that you have a, a, a lot of different resources that, um, you know, available to you that um, you don't always – look at you don't always recognize and you don't always use properly and the relationships with your vendors can be uh, tremendous resources in helping your franchisees we don't sell we don't sell product to our franchise to our franchisees uh, we're not in the product business we used to be in the product business and we decided that uh, for our business at least some people do that well but for our business we decided that it was a distraction and what we really needed to focus our energy on was our core business which was being a good franchisor so we went back at that time and began really establishing strong vendor relationships negotiating well on behalf of our franchisees to give them the savings so that their cost of goods would be lower than their competitors uh, found in the process that um, you know we had many vendors who were willing to do other things for us who are willing to share ideas with us on, uh, on, you know, advertising and marketing support. For example, we've got a couple of vendors who um, have very strong marketing departments, and, and they work closely with our marketing department to uh, help put together ad campaigns for our franchisees. So, you know, the vendor relationships can be much more than just buying product, you know. Uh, so our, our, our role with our vendors is to negotiate um, – both, you know, purchases and services on behalf of our franchisees to give them the best deal possible out there. Absolutely. And the franchisees appreciate that, which I guess, you know, it has, you have a stronger relationship between the franchisee and franchisor, you know, because you guys are correct. You know, correct. Out, so. Fantastic. We nego when we sold several years ago when we sold our wholesale parts distributorship, we actually sold it to one of our vendors as part of the negotiations uh, with, uh, with bringing them on as a uh franchise interviews from Easton, Pennsylvania to Sydney, Australia. You're listening to Franchise Interviews. Franchise Interviews.